Hello, it's Steve, and welcome to June of 2022. I have not ignored my tradition of covering Friday the 13th movies as we change our gears towards the summer in the month of June. So look forward to an actual review from myself probably around the mid portion of the month on Friday the 13th, part three we are up to this year. With that said, let's get to what's coming to a streaming service near you. In this order, I will be covering Disney+, Plus, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, Netflix, and Hulu. Beginning with Disney+, Plus on the 3rd, we have Hollywood Stargirl, a Disney Plus original film sequel to Stargirl, which stars Grace Vanderwall. I think the title explains all you need to know if you watched the first one. I adore Grace as a musician. If you've never heard of her and you like unique vocals, definitely recommend checking her out. Moving on to the 8th, Ms. Marvel. Episode 1 with weekly releases as they tend to do for Disney Plus shows. And this is Marvel's attempt at capturing a younger audience. The star is a teenager and the primary storyline is a standard misfit coming of age story. I think it is a risky move for Marvel to bring their live action brand into the PG world, but I also believe that it can be done without tarnishing their name. So I got curious and I watched the trailer. I kind of expected the worst going into it. My report back is that I think that they avoided making this too teeny bopper-esque. I think there is enough for older audiences to latch onto and enjoy. It's going to have some bad reviews or thoughts and reception from parts of the fan base online simply because it is what it is, a PG product. I have three prevailing vibes, I guess you could call them, uh, that I received from the trailer. The first can be summed up with one movie title, and that is Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. The second vibe is that the actress and the character of Ms. Marvel feel legit. She is likable and seems like she could fit in and hold her own when teaming up with other older established superheroes. The third vibe is that the action and other storylines outside of her school life appear to hold Marvel-level weight. They don't appear to be childish. On to the tenth, Beyond Infinity, Buzz and the Journey to Lightyear. For the Toy Story fans, a full-on Buzz Lightyear making of, origin story, etc. On to the 17th, there are a couple more ESPN 30 for 30s coming out titled King's Ransom and Big Shot. Both are hockey-slash-NHL-centric stories. On to the 24th, Trevor the Musical, a filmed version of the off-Broadway show by the same title, which is based on the story which inspired the nonprofit organization The Trevor Project. Also on the 24th, Rise, which appears to be the story of the Greek freak himself, Giannis Attentacumpo. I don't think that you need to be a basketball fan to both appreciate his story and himself as a person. It's definitely an interesting story filled with everything that you would need to make an interesting Hollywood film. So I have little doubt that this will be an interesting watch that will hit many different emotions along the way. That is it for Disney+. Plus. Let's move on to Amazon Prime. On the first of the movies that are all dropping, here are a few that I am bringing to your attention for one reason or the other. They are Half-Baked, Fantastic Mr. Fox, 
Black Swan, The Hills Have Eyes, and the unrated version of that. The Sandlot, Groundhog Day, Shaun of the Dead, Meatballs, Top Gun, Mr. Mom, and Galaxy Quest, among many more. On the 3rd, The Boys Season 3 will be available. Um, or at least I, I, don't, I don't know if they're dropping... I don't think they drop all the episodes at once on Amazon. The Boys is one of the most anticipated shows on any platform for the entirety of 2022, and it's arrived. I don't think that there is much else that I can or have to say about that. So, on to the fifth. We have Anchorman 2. The legend continues. It is not horrible if you did end up avoiding it due to the poor reception when it came out. I'll put it like this, and this is not necessarily, this isn't singing any praises for it, but it is better than the sequel for Zoolander 2 was. On to the 10th. No Time to Die will be available. It is the most recent addition to the James Bond series and the end to Daniel Craig's Bond. I've heard very good things about the movie aside from the length. That seems to be a universal complaint, but it's, it's still worth the watch. It was still good. On to the 12th, The Wolf of Wall Street, and I know that you have heard this a million times about the movie. It's a must-watch. If you haven't seen it, see it. And on the 24th, Chloe, season one drops. Chloe is a six-part BBC psychological thriller, which smashed in the UK earlier this year. The series follows a woman who is obsessed with her childhood friend's seemingly perfect social media presence. But when her friend mysteriously dies, she develops a new alter ego to get into her obsession's inner circle and find out what happened. There was an entire section dedicated to Freebie, the rebranding of IMDb TV, which means you do not need a Prime membership to watch. I think it has a dedicated app even, so Amazon is going all in on this one. If you're not aware, they also own IMDb. I'm not going to report any of the options uh, that were on Freebie individually this month, but they do have several really good titles. It's absolutely worth the free service to check out their selection. You may be surprised at some of the titles. Sure, you do have to sit through some ads, but for the quality of the content that you're watching, I think that's 100,000% understandable. I hate to push you towards Amazon products, but we live in a society. I'll shorten a rant that I could go on by saying buy local. And with that, let's move on to HBO Max. On the first, several of the titles coming out are 300, A Star is Born, The Bank Job, B-Movie, Blue Bayou, Chef, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, The Firm, The Grand Budapest Hotel, Hairspray, The Entire I Know What You Did Last Summer Trilogy, Major League 2 and Back to the Miners, The Mask, Rambo 2 and 3, I don't think Rambo 1 was part of that, the movie Sleepers, and Total Recall, amongst many others. On to the sixth, Doctor Who Season 13 will come out? Premiere? I don't recall. And also, Irma Vet. And I am not sure how to describe it, but it looks really good, like a standard HBO miniseries often does, and in like a good way, even for HBO, it looks good. A quick Google tells me that Irma Vet was a French movie from the 90s. 
And so this is the story of that actress who is disillusioned by her career in the U.S. and by also by a recent breakup. Furthermore, Irma Vep was actually a remake of a classic silent film titled Les Vampires, which I think I have heard of. If that is true, then I believe that she was probably taking on a role that meant a lot to um, French society on a whole. The miniseries is set against the backdrop of a lurid crime thriller, and the actress finds the lines between herself and her character blurring and merging, revealing to us, the audience, the uncertain ground that lies at the border of fiction and reality, artifice and authenticity, art and life. I was in already based on the trailer, but that description has me like all the way in. Definitely plan on checking Irma Vet out. Moving on to the eighth, The Janes. If you're more into uh, real life issues, the documentary The Janes tells the story of a group of unlikely outlaws who made enemies of themselves versus the state legislator, the Catholic Church, and the Chicago mob in the pre-Roe vs. Wade era, specifically in the early 70s. And it appears that they were essentially like the front end or maybe the middle 80s to the underground abortion systems. Or maybe they were the entirety of it. I'm not positive from the trailer. Regardless, it does appear to be quite the tale that these ladies have to share. And on the ninth, Roadrunner, a film about Anthony Bourdain. The title explains itself, unless you think a Looney Tune will be involved. Although that is possible because I did not watch the trailer. I doubt it, though. Also on the 9th, Summer Camp Island Season 6. I am not familiar with the show, but it's on its 6th season, so it must have its fans. A cat's about to fall. On to the 16th, Father of the Bride, the 2022 remake of the 1991 classic. Aside from Andy Garcia, Isabel Merced is the most recognizable name or face in this remake, I think at least. Um, I don't really, not too familiar with either of them. On to the 19th, Tom and Jerry Cowboy Up, a modern, new animated Tom and Jerry movie. The trailer is not inspiring, uh, just beyond it being something for kids, which, you know, as it should be. On to the 22nd. Chernobyl, The Lost Tapes, which looks to be a feature-length documentary that claims to have newly discovered archive footage and witness accounts. I will take note for you that wording is witness, not eyewitness. On to the 23rd, Wellington Paranormal, Season 3 begins. I do enjoy this show. I do not love it. It is a mockumentary-style show in the half-hour TV format, which is a sci-fi comedy and it follows a couple of officers from the Wellington PD who focus on supernatural events occurring in and around their small town in New Zealand. It's excellent entertainment, despite my personal lack of love for it. I just I definitely recommend at least giving it a try. To wrap up the month, let's move on to the 26th with Westworld Season 4 Premiere and I believe a long-awaited season premiere, as it is one of the marquee shows for HBO right now. Moving on to Netflix, on the first, there is Anchorman. Just taking note that Anchorman 2 came out on another service, and that kind of got me curious. 
is there a new Anchorman movie coming out? Or even just like a new Will Ferrell comedy coming out? And it turns out that just there's the recent-ish show of The Shrink Next Door that he was in. And then there's the 2023 movie Barbie that he's going to be in. So nothing really directly related. So my best guess is that an increase in Google searches on Will Ferrell must have uh, driven these streaming services to gobble up the rights to some of his material, I guess. Back on track. Other releases in the start of the month dump. Dumb and Dumber, my favorite movie of all time. Eraser, Mission Impossible 1, 2, and Ghost Protocol. Mr. Bean's Holiday, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Soul Plane, Steel Magnolias, The Amazing Spider-Man, and holy WTF, the girl on the photo that is used in the article that I used for this information is so edited that she looks 100% animated. And it's so strange when that happens. Moving on, a few more. The Boy, The Fighter, The Girl Next Door, The Hurt Locker, Titanic, Troy, Vegas Vacation, and We Are Marshall. On to the third, Interceptor, which is a new movie directed by Matthew Riley. It's an action movie that's about an army captain trying to save the world. On the seventh, Bill Burr presents Friends Who Kill which is described as a showcase featuring stand-ups curated by Burr himself. The next day on the 8th, uh, two things here. First is Hustle, which is a new sports movie starring Adam Sandler as a basketball scout who discovers a talent that could get him back into the good books and revive his career. And the second option, Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey, a new limited series true crime doc about Warren Jeff's rise through the ranks at the Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. On the 10th, uh, several here, starting off with Chicken Hair and The Hamster of Darkness. You heard that right. The name like that, I couldn't not look into it. So it is a new animated film which stars a chicken hair, a.k.a. a hair with chicken feet. The Hamster of Darkness refers to, I would call it like an Indiana Jones-like adventure that the chicken hare and his friends embark on um, in the movie. The animation is solid and it is clean. It is clearly a child-friendly movie, but the trailer doesn't try too hard. And by that I mean it features the story instead of every joke told in the movie. My quick analysis is that this might actually be a pretty darn good for audiences of all ages to enjoy. Then, a few series shows. Uh, First Kill, Season 1, which is a new horror mystery series about a teenage vampire falling in love with a vampire hunter. Also, Peaky Blinders, Season 6 will be available, and Top Gear, Seasons 27 and 28, too. Last for the 10th, The movie Vice, which I have never seen, but I have seen clips of it, and I had no clue that Christian Bale played Dick Cheney in the movie, and he is absolutely unrecognizable. That man is nuts. On to the 14th, the thing that we have all been waiting for, Jennifer Lopez Halftime, which is a documentary on J-Lo. On the 15th, they have three things. God's Favorite Idiot, which is a new show. It's a season one premiere. It's a workplace comedy which will be starring Melissa McCarthy and Ben Falcone. 
Also, Iron Chef, Quest for an Iron Legend, uh, which is also a new show, season one premiere, and it is a cooking competition show. I have always enjoyed the show Iron Chef on Food Network, so I may have to give this a peek as it's obviously part of that brand. And also Web of Make Believe, Death, Lies, and the Internet, which is a docuseries from Brian Knappenberger about the dark side of the internet. On the 17th, uh, three more. First up is Spiderhead, a new movie starring Chris Hemsworth. It is obviously an action flick about a future where prison inmates can have reduced sentences if they volunteer for new experimental drugs. Next up, The Martha Mitchell Effect, a new documentary which profiles the cabinet wife who spoke out during Watergate. And the third item, You Don't Know Me, Season 1, which is a new BBC courtroom crime series about a man on trial for murdering his final... That makes no sense. About a man on trial for murder, using his final closing arguments to recount his love with a mysterious woman. That description doesn't quite match the trailer. Uh, It looks solid based on the trailer. To me, that description doesn't sound good. On to the 18th, Alchemy of Souls, Season 1, a new Korean series about a powerful sorceress in a blind woman's body who encounters a man from a prestigious family who wants her to help to change his destiny. This looks like a solid, like, kung fu fantasy airbender-esque type of show um might be the next k i wouldn't call it a k drama but the next korean hit on netflix and on the 19th it the 2017 movie on the 21st bunch of nickelodeon content First up, All That, Seasons 2 and 3. And I I really hope that there are some Action League Now shorts in those seasons, because I always loved those shorts. Same with Kablam, if you remember those. There will also be Keenan and Kel, Seasons 1 and 2, as well as Zoe 101, Seasons 1 and 2, and Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, Seasons 1 and 2. So fun little nostalgic trip there that you could get on onto the 22nd the movie sing 2 also another anime from the one piece series will be available and the mist the 2007 movie which is a stephen king adaptation it can take a little while to grow on you the movie itself so don't give up on the movie early on it is it's a good one in my book And last up for the 22nd, The Umbrella Academy Season 3 drops. It's a show based on a comic, which in short, I would just call more mature than what comes to mind for most people when they think of comic book properties. I really enjoy the show. It's pretty darn good. And to the 26th, The Man from Toronto, which is a new action comedy movie starring both Woody Harrelson and Kevin Hart. On the 29th, For you reality show folks, I will highlight Pirate Gold of Adam Island, which is about a team of treasure hunters heading to a remote island in Alaska. On the 30th, for you anime lovers, I will highlight Bastard! Two exclamation points. Heavy Metal, Dark Fantasy. The first 13 episodes of the show uh, will be dropping then, and then... The rest will be coming out later on in 2022, and they're calling the show a dark fantasy anime series. 
for you comedy lovers. All month long, Netflix has featured new comedy content that will be coming out under the Netflix is a joke campaign that they're running. Let's finish this episode up with Hulu. On the first uh, couple shows first, America's Got Talent season 17 will premiere. I hate the format of that show, but I do like the actual talent. And uh, Lego Masters season three will also premiere. It's kind of a fun show. Let's move on to the big movie dump here. Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, Alien Resurrection, Alien vs. Predator, Alien vs. Predator Requiem, Prometheus, all coming. Bridesmaids, Cabin Fever 2003, which is the Eli Roth one. I believe there are a few Cabin Fever movies. And then Die Hard, Die Hard 2, and With a Vengeance, The Fifth Element, The Girl Next Door, Happy Feet, and its sequel, Napoleon Dynamite, The Nutty Professor, and its sequel, Pineapple Express, Predator, Predator 2, Predators, and The Weekend at Bernie's, along with many more. On the second, the Orville New Horizons series premiere. I know the Orville was a big show, so spinoff, I guess. And then through the 10th of the month, there will be shows coming out on, you know, dates between the 2nd and the 10th. Those are, at least the ones that I'm mentioning, are Hotel Hell, the complete series, American Ninja Warrior, season 14 premiere, Killer Cases, the complete season 2, and Undercover Boss, complete seasons 8, 9, and 10. On the 15th, there are a boatload of new series that will be dropping on the 15th to one extent or another. Some of the bigger titles are American Pickers, Ancient Aliens, Dance Moms, Duck Dynasty, Hoarders, Married at First Sight, Mountain Men, and Pawn Stars. And I just have to say this one more time. I think I've said it in the past. Ancient Aliens is nowhere near based on any fact. So only watch it for enjoyment, not for um, knowledge. Also on the 15th, Scary Movie 5 will be coming out on Hulu. And on the 16th, the Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival will be streamed live days 1 through 4 of the festival. So the 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th each day you will be able to watch that on Hulu. I'm not sure. I don't have the um, ads-free version of Hulu. I don't know if I would have access to that being one of those subscribers or not. I would imagine probably not, since the title of the other, the ads-free is like Hulu Live. I don't know. On to the 17th, The Old Man, which is an FX series premiere, and headlighting the show are Jeff Bridges and John Lithgow. In summary... We've all heard this story. Ex-CIA operative who lives off the grid ends up having to reconcile with his past. That doesn't mean it won't be good, just saying it's that story. And on to the 28th, the last thing for the month. Only Murders in the Building Season 2 will be premiering. If you want to hear more about my thoughts on the show, Season 1 is featured in one of my recent episodes of Messing with Media. I don't recall the episode title off the top of my head, but it's something about the episode not being about a movie. I think maybe it's not a movie, not a one, or something like that. Only Murders in the Building stars Selena Gomez, Steve Martin, and Martin Short. Uh, I don't think I'm ruining anything by saying I think it's a good show. So that is what I have to bring to your attention for the month of June. Class is over. Have a wonderful month. Bye-bye. Looking forward to reconnecting mid-month with my Friday the 13th Part 3 review. Come join me on that journey.
Bye-bye.